Hi, I'm Gwen. And I'm Jim. And welcome to The Backstage Show. So this week on The Backstage Show is the... I guess, unofficial start to our fifth season, although it's probably not really the start of our fifth season yet. This wasn't quite how we planned to start this off. I don't think this is how anybody had planned to do anything right now. No, so this is not so much. In the midst of the uh, COVID-19 coronavirus lockdown, it's not an official lockdown or anything, but we thought we'd talk about it, put an episode out there, discuss how it's affecting community theaters. And it has had a huge effect on community theaters, absolutely, like many other cases or Mm -hmm. situations in life. But that was probably, as of about, well, from the time we're recording this, about a week or so ago, was really when community theater really got impacted by this in a major way. And performances and activities at theaters really started to get canceled left and right. Yeah, I think last weekend was probably the last anybody in the area was putting on any shows, and that was usually, there were a few that did like a sh- performance on Friday, and then stopped it for Saturday. And that, and that was, was it? At, yep. I think I, uh, know- I think a couple shows that were just preparing to open probably didn't even do Friday, they just yeah, scuttled they were, it. Which is just horrible, and I'm sure th- this impact is going to be felt by theaters for months potentially years to come if i i would think if a theater owns its space outright they'll probably weather this okay but any theater that's renting their space or anything that has to continue paying that while not being able to put on shows i we might see some theaters go out of business here yeah that's hard to say at this point i had got an interesting email a few days ago from brown paper tickets which is one of the companies that handles online ticketing yeah. Uh, for community theater. And they pretty much outright recommended, hey, if you can afford to do so, donate to your local theater because yeah. they'll need the money. I mean, and think about it. I guess if you could afford to buy the ticket to go see the show and even if the show isn't happening, then maybe you want to at least donate what you would have spent for the tickets to help them out. Yeah, that's a really good idea. If you are listening to this and you would normally be spending money at a theater, I'm sure it would be greatly appreciated if you could go online most theaters have an online donation uh, set up that you can do. If not that, then I'm sure there's got to be some way to get a money. Absolutely, yeah. There's just nothing coming in right now. Not right now, and who knows when. Um, yep. Sounds like several theaters are you know, trying to figure out a recovery plan. Their uh, boards are probably, from what I've picked up here and there, talking about postponing their planned productions to later dates if they can. Yeah. I know uh, this definitely affected Barley Sheaf in a big way because their membership meeting was supposed to be last week, uh, and that's the membership meeting at which they elect board members and select their shows for the coming season. Ooh, yeah. And I knew about a little bit of this ahead of time because I did submit a show for next year. And usually it's, you know, the directors each get up and do their little presentation, and then they vote, and if it's not a certain amount, they'll do runoff votes. And they had to rework the entire thing. So it's actually, as of the day we're recording this, which is March 18, 
this is a deadline for an online voting system that they set up last minute okay. to select their shows and, and elect their new board. Wow. Yeah, yeah I th- mean, it's it's a phenomenal difference from what they usually do, but they had to do something to continue getting ready for next season because we're ahead. assuming there will be one. Right. Yeah, I think I could, if I recall correctly, I think... Uh, I think Village Players of Hatboro also had a membership meeting scheduled for either tonight mm. or last night. I forget which, which obviously is not happening. Right. Um, so I think their plan is to communicate what they would have been covering in that in a different way. Yeah. Barley Sheaf has talked about that as well, doing potentially like an online meeting to discuss topics and things like that that they would have done at the membership meeting. But I, I mean, I think I, I think a large portion of the membership goes to that meeting because of the voting and with that already done it makes me wonder are they going to get people online for this at all so the voting was all finished you said the voting is finished uh, midnight tonight it's actually still going on right now and they just set up a system where they sent you a link and you log in and put in your name and okay and you know click on a box for the shows you want to vote for well that's another way to do it and it Maybe, yeah, uh, maybe encourages more participation. Who knows? But I don't um, know if it's going to be more, if it's going to be less, if there's going to be any issues with the voting. I, I don't envy their position right now to have to go through all of this. But, hmm. you know, the show must go on in some way, even though shows are not going on right now. Not right now. Well, for the most part, uh, yeah, there might be some shows that won't be opening for another couple months yet that right. may be rehearsing right now. If yeah, and you can. have to wonder, are, are, I'm assuming there's probably like online rehearsals and that sort of thing going on. I've done that under certain circumstances with shows where all of the actors couldn't be there. So right. they've done like, you know, a Google Hangout or, or whatnot to hold a rehearsal. So maybe they're doing that. Or if it's a small enough group of people or a small cast, maybe you can actually still get away with it. I suppose so. I, I don't think there's any mandatory lockdowns. I don't think there's any mandatory restrictions on meetings. So technically, not in, not in this area. Yeah, you could be holding these rehearsals, but I think that would be a horrible idea. Not yet. Anyway. If I were if I were involved, I would not be going. I would be dropping out of a show if that were the case. Well, I know of at least one instance of a director dropping out. Yeah. Of a show that they were slated to direct over, you know, health risks concerns. I mean, to. Mm-hmm. To his credit, I believe he's an older gentleman, so he may have had legitimate health concerns in making sure. that decision. I mean, it's just got to be a difficult thing. I, I don't know how I would address it if I were involved. I'm glad I'm not, and hopefully this, you know, if my show does get in, it will hopefully have died down by the time I have to start auditions and things like that. What time slot were you aiming for? October, November. So oh, well, Hopefully by then. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, um, I mean, it's just, it's a whole new world out there right now. Yeah, um, it's a bit weird. And so, I mean, some some theater groups, depending on how their season normally lands out over the calendar, maybe have a little bit of leeway to postpone some of their productions. Right. Say, let's say, um, like Village Players, for example, would normally, their last show would normally be June. So right now, for sure, it looks like their March show is almost certainly not going to happen at all. Right. Um, at least in March. The next show would have been the June show, so they may have some flexibility to push both of those shows back to a later time. Because yeah. at this point, I think they were, they were trying to get a summer show together, but I don't think that happened. 
so they could just kind of so they have a little bit of flexibility to, to you know kind of push the last half of the season back maybe yeah potentially it's and something i just you don't up. know you don't know what they're gonna end up deciding and every theater has a slightly different situation and they're gonna have to address it in a different way yeah for sure i mean i think if they can do that that'd be great because it would be a shame and there's certainly plenty of productions that had you know probably been working over the last few months to prepare a show for premiering around now mm-hmm. or in the coming weeks and it's unfortunately a shame that you know they are all dressed up and no place to go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's sad because you put in a lot of work for this thing and like the shows that had to close early that almost definitely aren't going to pick up from there. It, it's yeah, really upsetting to put in all that work and have to be cut off. Yeah, I guess Forge were able to get in the first two weekends of Calendar Girls, but mm-hmm. I assume that since they canceled the last weekend, then that's probably going to be it. Yeah, that's the same thing that happened to uh, Barley Sheaf with uh, they cut off Lucky Stiff. Okay. Lucky Stiff is dead. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, bad. (laughs) Another thing that I'm seeing that some individuals or theaters are doing is with all the rehearsal and all the practice that went in is some of them are going online and doing like songs from shows and performances on Facebook or YouTube or whatnot. Okay. And there's actually Theater Philadelphia has a list of uh, things that are doing that now and slowly updating that but it's it's something where you've put in all this work it's an outlet that you can have i know there was another group that was asking uh high school performers i think it was if they'd prepared a song for a performance in a show that they were specifically giving them an outlet going hey put it here and we'll compile all this stuff together and put it out there so it's good that people who have put in an effort can still have somewhere to put that right right if they can't get it on an actual stage they can get it on a a virtual stage Mm -hmm. yeah well there could very well be quite a bit of that going on there could be and (laughs) you you start to wonder like if this continues on for much longer are theaters going to try to do something where they charge for online or at least you know turn it into a uh, um like a pledge drive or something like that yeah i mean i i think some theaters are going to be forced to do that again if they don't own their own space if they need something if the, if the bill's got to be paid and they're not bringing in money it's got to come from somewhere that's true covid19 better known as coronavirus has spread throughout the world there are a few ways to help lower the spread of this respiratory disease wash your hands avoid touching your face including mouth nose and eyes cover your coughs and sneezes Monitor your symptoms and consult with your doctor. Stay at home and away from other sick people except for medical care. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov forward slash COVID-19. Thank you. So I mentioned to you before we started recording this, I mentioned that I actually went to an audition recently. Yes. So that <laughs> was first before one in this a while. <laughs> at least it was before all of this went down. It was, well, it was talked about at the audition. Yeah. As far as, you know, maybe coming up with contingency plans, which may very well at this point need to be executed. Right. Um, mainly as far as handling rehearsals, probably doing Skype, which, by the way, we are Skyping right now. 
Yes. In case you're wondering <laughs> where you're wondering. we are, we are isolated in our homes. We are old <laughs> pros at this, so we figured we'll drag out the laptops and go to town. But anyway, yeah. yeah so I, I was not cast in that show. It was. I figured it was kind of a long shot anyway. But at the least, I am still slated to have some involvement in some other productions later this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see what happens with that exactly. Mostly, yeah. Mostly in the sound design realm, but helping out in a couple other areas too. It's weird just being in this holding pattern and not really knowing what's going on and where we're going to be just, I mean, a month from now, six months from now, is this going to blow over quickly? Is this something that's going to take a year before theaters can really get back onto their usual schedule? Are shows going to be canceled? Will they be postponed? Will seasons be reworked? And it's all up in the air right now. Yeah, it's a bit hard to say. I wonder, like, if even... Uh, theaters playing for next season may restructure their season a little bit if they have to try to get more shows in or maybe get some other events into their theater that they can mm-hmm. potentially try to make up for the lost uh, lost shows. lost income. Yeah, or yeah, right. I also wonder too. I maybe you know more about this than I do, but what are the if you apply for rights to a particular show? I know there are. Um, there are stipulations related to the size of your theater and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff, how many performances you're doing. But what about the dates of the performances? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That you when you get your rights, your rights are to perform on specific dates. And if those dates are going to have to be changed, they'll have to reapply for rights. Okay. And it's entirely possible that if you have the rights for a show in March, you may not be able to get that in May. Yeah, well, that really stinks. I mean, yeah, you'd have to imagine there'd have to be hopefully some level of understanding with that. I mean, Broadway is mm-hmm. closed right now, so. Yeah, and it, it also kind of begs the question, these rights that have already been secured, were they already paid? Do you pay those in advance? I'm not. I'm honestly not really sure if you pay them in advance or pay them after the performances. I'm not certain about that either. Um, I also wonder how that affects benefit performances because sometimes, from my past experience, sometimes benefit performances are not fully known maybe up until a month before the run of the show. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. and that, at least from what I've been told, that's more out of uh, consideration to the, the cast and the crew's availability. But right. there may not even be a limit on that as far as how soon in advance they could potentially add shows or benefits or anything like that. I don't quite know how that works, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's another consideration, I guess, as far as just what are the, what are the limitations with the dates and the number of shows around a certain time period. It, it is. I mean, this just begs a whole number of questions that you, we haven't considered and thankfully don't need to consider. We're but. kind of, we're kind of brainstorming right now, but do you get yeah. a, do you get a refund if you end up canceling certain shows that you plan to do? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, it happens for reasons other than pandemics. Oh yeah. So. Right. Uh, we know of examples where adverse weather conditions, which is a much more right. common reason to cancel a show especially in the winter months and maybe even mm-hmm. this time of year. That that has certainly happened on plenty of occasions. I think businesses have kind of tried to address this as if it is just kind of a bad weather situation and kind of ride it out that way. But it's, you know, this is obviously not something that is limited to community theater. Pretty much any local sure, business yeah. is suffering the same. So it's just that's, you know, obviously the, fo- the focus of our podcast, but... It's just so many questions, so few answers right now, because we are 
still, I think, I fear at the beginning of this, and we're still going to be growing exponentially for at least several weeks, if not longer, before things start to taper off. So I think this is at the very least going into April before we can start to see any change. Yeah, who knows? So I don't know if the restrictions are going to get greater or what's already in place is just going to remain in place. I know I am home. My son is home because all daycares are closed. My wife is a doctor, so still going to work. I'm still and working you, because I yeah. work in a manufacturing facility, mm -hmm. which is allowed to stay open. So, Right. Um, and, and your wife is still working as well. She's still right? working. Yep. Still going, We're still yeah. both going to work. So I, ironically, I'm the only one of all of us who normally works at home and I can't work at all. <laughs> that is ironic. Yeah, it's because, I mean, I, I most of what I do nowadays is audiobook recording. And with my son home, sure, I could get like, you know, some emails answered and an hour or so of work done. But to actually get something quiet enough to record as I'm doing now, it's got to be after he's asleep. So either I can choose to work every night after I've been spending all day with him and don't get to see my wife because she's at work or I can just relax with my wife and that's what I'm choosing to do. <laughs> thankfully, thankfully, I can afford to have that choice for the time being. Become a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> if that's the case, then who's going to watch the boy? Uh, <laughs> Unless he's also a vampire. Blah. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> I had to put it in there. Well, I guess, Glenn, we'll just have to try to find ways to help fill the void a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we can... <laughs> we admittedly were kind of dragging our feet as far as really getting anything prepared for Season 5. Yeah, we were talking big at the end of Season 4 about trying to get stuff recorded in advance and have a bunch of episodes in the can, and this is the first we've sat down yes. to record anything. What did, what did we do since then? Absolutely nothing. Yeah, I think we fleshed out some episode ideas That's a little true. bit. That's true, a little bit. But... I did some recording. I worked on some more uh, music that we mm -hmm. could use, uh, or not. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps that uh, acoustic bit will premiere at the end of this episode. Perhaps it will, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of fun to do. Sorry, that's probably what I spent the most time on yeah. since we last <laughs> recorded together. I think I've spent the most time just going through that list of what we have prepared for season five, which hopefully we'll get started on soon. I, I'm, I'm assuming there will be a few weeks of break after I this episode again. I think we'll have a bit of time. <laughs> yeah, it's just hard for any of us, for anybody to get things done that they want to get done. But hopefully we do have ideas. Not hopefully we have it. We actually have ideas. But hopefully we'll get around to starting to record those and get those season five episodes going soon it might be a little difficult because some of the topics we plan to bring in some guests and we're not sure how yeah. that's going to quite work out right now i don't think that's going to be happening anytime soon <laughs> of course i'm not sure if people normally listen to us on their commute if they listen to us at all so or our viewership our listenership listenership <laughs> our listenership may be going down but well i suppose this is as good a time as any to reach out to listeners who are involved in productions who are impacted by what's going on and you know if oh, you absolutely. want to share your stories with us and um convey thoughts about contingency plans or anything else if you're you know connected to a board at a theater mm -hmm. or just in the know or you happen to be an officer or whatever if you want to share what your thoughts and plans are potentially uh feel free to do that 
And yeah, I did post on uh, Twitter and Facebook, but that was only a couple of days ago that if you had anything, we would be happy to air it for you. If we get some feedback here, we could potentially do another episode on this and discuss more concrete plans. If people want to share those plans with us, you just go to our website, podcast.backstage.link, and click on Contact the Show. That's our website? Yeah, I guess it is. Okay. Yeah. I'm throwing in that podcast at the beginning now. Just yeah, be- yeah. Because, the, I mean, technically you should be able to just go to backstage.link, but somehow that doesn't seem to always work properly. So podcast.backstage.link it is. Is that so? Okay, well, fair enough. Well, I suppose <laughs> in the meantime, we could try to work on some of the topics we already had planned to do to try to keep something going here. Absolutely. We have no intention of going anywhere. We're going to get that season five rolling as soon as we manage to. <laughs> it's it's what we can do. It is what we can <laughs> do. And and my days are very much filled with a active four-year-old with ADHD. So <laughs> it's hard for me to concentrate on much. Now I'm getting loud again. Uh-oh. What the hell is going on? Oh, my God. Oh, now it just popped back down. And you got brighter. There's probably something going on like Skype and Movie Studio aren't playing well together. That's because possible. I normally oh. don't run both programs. On the same computer. Correct. Yeah, that could very well be the case. But this is the only computer that I can hook up the Ethernet cable to. I was mm. going to do it on the on the on the Mac, but for some reason that doesn't have a, an Ethernet connection. I don't think that the tablet can't possibly. All right. Well, prior so, to next anyway. episode, I think Glenn needs to practice with his recording setup. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. I don't know how much of that we're going to leave in, but I just had some problems. <laughs> some of it. Began, I yeah, have if you problems. Didn't, if you didn't just hear all of the audio problems, then they'll probably be in the outtakes. So <laughs> stay tuned. Yeah. So, meantime, yeah, it's just hard. So much hand-washing, so much isolating, so much... It's just a weird world. It feels like we're in the midst of some sort of zombie movie. (laughs) The zombie apocalypse. Yeah, I mean, it really does feel like that sometimes. Except the stores were still open. Yeah, but who wants to go to them? You shouldn't be going. If you're going to the stores, if you're going out, stop. I went to the hardware store today. I needed to pick up my lawnmower blades. Not that important. <laughs> I need Let to mow my lawn. <laughs> Let the grass grow. I washed my hands when I got home. All the people yeah. working there had gloves. There were probably well, more good. employees in there than there were customers. Okay, that's probably good. By like a I just, two to one ratio, at least. I just fear that people are not kind of not really taking this seriously enough. There's a reason that all the community theaters and other several other businesses have shut down and the social isolating is necessary because this is currently growing exponentially. And the only way to, uh, you know, the flatten the curve is the, is the big thing now. And yeah, there's going to be a curve at some point that, that it's going to curve back down rather at some point, but the sooner that we can stop or curtail community spread, the sooner that's going to happen. And we don't live in a place like China where they can say, you will now stay indoors and you pretty much have to do it. Because you do what the government says there, or you get in big trouble. Here, we don't like being told what to do. So, well, the theaters are unfortunately a particularly bad place to to be in this kind of situation because everybody's yeah. just crammed so close together. I know a lot of movie theaters have shut down as well. Yeah, any place that you're cramming a bunch of people together is not a good place to be right now. 
We right. have uh, restrictions at work on, you know, sizes of conferences, a number of people can be in a conference room at the same time, stuff mm-hmm. like that. So even though we're still trying to go about our daily business, we are consciously keeping our distances from one another as much as possible. And right. unfortunately, Hopefully. theaters aren't in a position to promote no. that. <laughs> so it's that's just, why they're closed. It's like 100 or more people sitting in close proximity. So uh-huh. there's just no way to avoid that. And I may point out, we've talked about many uh, many times before, we've talked about you know the community theater patron base skews on the older side. That is true. And that is the more vulnerable for this virus. Exactly. So you know, there are certainly good reasons, I guess, to consider doing this um, in those environments. Absolutely. And you just, you don't know what other people have underlying medical conditions that may not be obvious. I I know my wife is very nervous because she does have asthma Mm -hmm. and she does work in a hospital and it's really just a matter of time before there's a case there and they have to isolate and they're meeting twice a day to try to figure out their best course of action for all of this. Mm -hmm. And she's just washing her hands raw in the meantime. I mean, God forbid if I were to get it, I would like to, fingers crossed, think my chances are pretty good to be able to deal with it. But I'm more concerned about who I might pass it on to if I were to get it. Exactly. Especially not realizing it. It's even if you're not concerned as much about yourself and think you can fight off this virus with no problem, just the community spread even if you're not spreading it directly to a vulnerable person, you're, if you spread it to anybody, it can end up getting to them. And that's this is why we have the exponential growth. It's just how it works. Well, I was already pretty good at social distancing over the winter anyway. So <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty good at social distancing all year. But, <laughs> I can be but a good I, hermit. <laughs> yeah. I cannot distance myself. I don't want to distance myself from my wife, and she has to continue working. I I know apparently the state is counting on her hospital to stay open because there are a lot of – she works at a rehab hospital, and there's a lot of them that are closing. Right. So – We must do our part. Yeah. That's what it it comes down to. So she's going to work every day and has no intention of stopping anytime soon. Well, of all the – hundreds of now hundreds of thousands of cases that have been reported we can at least say look on the bright side that the majority of them are people who have recovered from it that that is true the vast majority have recovered from it but i mean you know even if you're looking at a 10% death rate that's still a whole lot of people and there is a very good chance from stuff that i was looking at today that this will probably over the next year this will probably have the highest mortality rate of anything hmm. even the flu so, oh far higher than the flu the hmm. flu mortality rate is is down there i mean we're talking like higher than like heart disease and that sort of stuff hmm. so yeah nice Not knowing good. you glenn <laughs> well here's hoping it doesn't come to that and meantime we'll keep in touch over skype and we will try to get some more episodes out there and again if you have if you have anything you want to discuss about this, if you have any information you want us to pass on, please do contact us, podcast.backstage.link. Click on Contact the Show. Yep. Tell, tell us your stories, if you wish. Yeah, we'd, we'd really be interested in sharing stuff around the community and uh, not germs. getting the word out there. Yeah, not germs. Sharing stories, not germs. Okay. <laughs> that should be our new tagline. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> our new tagline. Sharing stories, not germs. <laughs> So well, I guess I think uh, we probably covered this pretty well at this point. I think so. So I guess we'll wrap things up and we'll be back 
probably not next week, but we'll be back as soon as we can be. And until we are, I'm Glenn. And I'm Jim. And thank you for joining us virtually backstage. See you next time. Bye-bye. I'm still hot. What the heck? Check, 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 check. No, that's too hot. I don't know what is going on. I mean, honestly, I shouldn't be picking up your audio in my headphones at all. Weird. That's so weird. (laughs) Thank you, Vinny. You may have to adjust me somewhat one way or another, but I guess we'll find out. I'm not too worried about it because, like I said, the audio track I'm getting from you right now is actually pretty darn good. I hope you're not going to make me do a special theme for this, because I <laughs> that would be tacky. If they prepare us, if they'd prepare to, it's just weird just being in this holding pattern. That all right? What, now I can suddenly hear myself. What the heck is going on? Sorry, is that Ghost in the Machine? That was the first song on Ghost in the Machine by okay. the Police. Spirits in the material world. In the material. Oh no, wait, that's 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 material girl. (laughs) Well, now Now we got some outtakes. Holy cats, this is messed up. (laughs) Over the next year, that this will probably be the the top death reason why I can't think of the right term. Where were we? Um, You were at your house. I was at mine. Oh, wait, we still are. Auf Wiedersehen.